Welcome back to A Potent Dose of Three. My name is Kathy. I'm Linda. And I'm Jasmine. And we're here to bring you your weekly dose. That dose. And that, you know, that dose for part two of the non-traditional healthcare position that is not bedside. Are you guys ready to listen? Yeah, I'm yeah, excited. let's go. That was so animated. But let's go. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, because like when I was in clinic, I shadow a nurse that she'd been, she she was so awesome. I want to be like her because she did like or and she traveled to like Cabo or something Ooh. to be a nurse there for like, uh, because for the doctors that were like doing, it was, she said it was like back in the 70s or something mm-hmm. that she would travel there and then they, she will go with the doctor and they will do like BBLs and like all that. And then she'll be working in the OR. And then she went to work in nurse as a prison in the prison. And I was like, how was it? Like, I, I asked her and she's like, girl, I feel more safe over there than out here. Yeah. And I was like, whoa. It, Which it, it makes sense it, because she was like, here in the hospital, you exactly. got security, but not like They're security, not security. You. Yeah. yeah. Um, that's the same thing with my my classmates. And she was saying that. She loves what she's doing right now working in, in the prison. But she also notices that a lot of like the guards and police officers, which is very common, like they they neglect the prisoners because they feel like, oh, you're in here for a reason. So you deserve whatever's happening Aww. to happening to you right now. So she'll report something saying like the patient maybe had like a, a swollen foot, like a really, really swollen foot, like something's uh-huh. going on. That person needs to go to the hospital and they're like kind of ignore her. And she was like, no, he needs to go get medical help right now. So uh, well, I'm they glad, don't treat them very well. But I'm glad she actually likes her there job. There to advocate, yeah. And is there to advocate for them. Mm-hmm. That's great. I also found, and I'm sure nurses can do this too, but you can do like, you can be a health IT um, physician. And so basically you're helping like these um, businesses or um, kind of develop and um, test uh, the technology and along with having like the physician and their medical expertise. So it helps create a better system. I think that's that's similar, but I think it's it's called like research nursing mm-hmm. where, you know, you are working in laboratory, like a laboratory setting. You're working with like scientists to like discover like new medication, diseases, um, and a bunch of other stuff. Is no, that similar? No, I think it's different because I think with the health IT, you're dealing more like it's more like um, systems and technology. Oh, technology. Oh, yeah. Nice. And then like the oh. physician is there to like provide the medical knowledge as they develop and test whatever it is that they're. Like more oh. equipment wise. Okay. Okay. Then that's probably informatics nursing. Yeah. That's yeah. what I was going to say next. Yeah. Yeah. That was going to say informatics nursing. Yeah. Because that's when they have like um, optimizing the patient experience through advances in technology. Yeah. And, and analyze the data yes, and yeah, everything. I, yes. think, I think those two probably go It hand does hand. require extra certification, though, to start working as an informatics um, nursing. Uh, but, yeah, and I, I did. like computer-based. Hear, yeah, and I did yeah. hear because it is computer-based, like it's good to have a very strong background in computers and knowing how to work with technology and compu- computers because that's what you're going to be doing um, a lot. Um, you could also be like a healthcare administrator. So instead of working like in the hospital setting, you're actually working with an administration. Mm-hmm. Another fun one that I, I came across is being like a cruise ship nurse. I've been on many cruises and I know oh. it's, it's, a bu- it's a lot of fun, but you can actually work there as a nurse and you can work there as an NP as well. If you're there as an RN, you know, you're 
um, you're working as an RN, but as an NP, you're like more like you're delegating because you're able to like give roles and stuff. But I'm like, that sounds a lot of fun. So on the cruise ships, you may work for four months and then you're offered to and your meals are paid for, your housing is paid for. And then you get to, get to enjoy the ship after you're done working. That sounds like Linda's dream job. Mm, sure, like, it sure does. I was like, I think I could do this or like, try, let's try out one cruise well, yeah. uh, to, to see. Um, another one that I found, which is very interesting because I didn't know, they have a legal nurse consultant. Mm-hmm. which is um, they work with the insurance companies, law offices, and businesses, which uh, helps them with, like, medical lawsuits and malpractice cases and going through, like, medical records. Yep, and they bring all that information they find and bring it to court just in case something's, go- something's going on. Mm-hmm. They get all the information needed. You could also work as a healthcare attorney, um, but the practitioners would have to get a law degree to become practicing attorneys. Aww. So they have, that. They, yeah, because they have, they would need, that medical knowledge as well as the um, knowledge in law. Okay. And then there's pre-op and PACU um, is like post-anesthesia care unit nursing. And that's, it sounds very chill where you basically just take care of the patients, you know, pre-operation and um, post-operation. And you're basically like doing assessments, starting IVs, taking vitals, just making sure the patient is, is stable. And then another one, which is like nurse educator, they do need like an MSN, like a master's Mm -hmm. um, science in nursing and a doctor of nursing practice to teach. But that's something like, let's say, I don't know, you got tired of being in the bedside. That's an alternative that you could do for retirement. Mm-hmm. That's because I heard that's very common with nurses. So yeah. to put it out there. And, and it, for a nurse educator, um, you don't have to like if you're trying to be like a like a professor mm-hmm. doing like lectures and everything. Yes, you need like a master's. But say if you just want to do like a school setting educator or, you know, a clinical instructor, you can do that. You can be a clinical instructor and not have your master's. So that's something also good to like look into. As a physician, um, you can teach in medical schools and stuff like that. Um, but I was reading in, um, you can do other stuff too. Like I was reading in this professor or um, MD started like a website to help medical students um, prepare for their board examination. So you can do different things with, with, with your knowledge. Yeah. And, an I, and honestly, I feel like that's a good career to like, retire in in a way is mm-hmm. like being an educator because i think i was having a conversation with you kathy mm-hmm. i was like these professors um not to say they're not doing anything but a lot of the professors already have their stuff pre-recorded they already have like their curriculum already set in may so i'm like as a professor all you got to do is assign the assignments and pretend you're grading it change like, the year change, change the, the day because sometimes go. i know you this has happened to you where like uh, a, a professor would give like a syllabus and it's like dated back three years ago like, I was girl, like girl you at least could try to <laughs> try to update the syllabus so i feel like that's very much so like a good retirement to to you know fall on to if anything I was reading and you could also do, you'd be like a physician entrepreneur. So you can like, obviously as a physician, you have a, a heavy background in medical knowledge. And so you can develop, um, you can develop like, uh, what you, equipment, equipment. Thank you. Medical technology or medical equipment um, to help support patients. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nurses have been doing that throughout the years as well. Like most of like the, most used equipment for patients because we work so closely with patients is equipment made by a nurse. Yeah. 
because you know like what works in a way and what doesn't doesn't work mm-hmm. um and then this is common i feel like have, i'm surprised we didn't say it in the beginning be in the beginning of the episode but just like urgent cares working in like yeah. clinics and urgent yeah. care i'm like i can see myself doing that as well because like i said it's like nine to five mm-hmm. usually you you have you know you don't have to work overnights and everything mm-hmm. yeah and then that's also something because i am like i don't know if it's the adrenaline but i like the emergency room a lot like i i guess the one of the most i guess fun rotation that i had was through the er Mm-hmm. So that's something that I'm looking because, you know, like you guys know I have a kid. So I have to think about hours as well. So doing Monday through Friday will be perfect. And nine to five will be perfect. be perfect. But we'll see. But yeah, that I was looking at that too. There's also like college nurses. I, I don't know if people knew, but there's also that too. When Because I know in my college, they have like a health center and they have nurses mm-hmm. in there as well. So that goes like under like the school, school. nurse. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So they're there. What about uh, concierge, like, physicians? Is that, like, when they go to your house? Like, when you have the doctors go to your house? I don't know if that's a – that could be, like, a, a term as well. But, yeah, I know, like, nurses, they go to your homes and yeah, stuff. Yeah, home health nurse. Home health nurse. Because we were doing that, like, as a home health aide. And I used to, like, go to their homes and provide – and that was actually chill because you get paid, like, salary. I remember I had this one um, patient where – all she needed help was to put on TED hose because she had like edema on her lower extremity. So I was there just to put on compression socks. It literally only takes five minutes to put on compression socks, but I was getting paid as if I was working with her for three hours. So I would literally just keep her company, talk to her and stuff because, you know, I, I had time. So like, I feel like home health nurses, home health aides is mm-hmm. like, that's, it's very chill. Yes, it is. Uh, what uh, fertility clinics? You know, you, you're able to help families that are having troubles with conceiving and um, or having like babies. Um, I can list this. So, sorry for con- for the concierge physician. It's like where they have their own personal clinic with a way smaller um, patient to doctor ratio. ratio. So you get a little bit more of that one on one time and a little bit more. Um. I think benefits mm-hmm. for your health because you have more smaller. access to your yeah. provider. Yeah, that's that's kind of like what I was doing with yeah. the 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 company I was working with. It was like a small company, and I would just go to the patient's home. So yeah, and that's I feel like that's a good job to start because if you think about it, as a doctor, even as an NP, you don't have to have your own physical building you can literally mm-hmm. do it oh telehealth is another one you can literally do like telehealth and do like home visits oh, yes. as well yeah so i was like y'all can come up with you as an np as a doctor you can literally start your own practice and work for yourself i not not everybody wants to work for themselves um but i feel like that's something that's good to start with because you don't have to have a physical building Mm-mm. literally yeah. mobile <laughs> and telehealth was very very um like popular it got, doing became, COVID. became popular oh, yes COVID. yes yeah uh but there's allergic clinics like on top of like a specialty clinic so it was like allergy clinics dialysis clinics children's specialty clinics genetic clinics obgyn clinics orthopedic clinics all type of clinics you could work as an rn there our rn is as or np or a doctor i'm like i think any of these three yeah yes yeah 
There's also flight nursing as well, where uh, which sounds really cool. It's like your job would be to be transporting like critical care uh, patients from like one facility or an emergency setting to like the hospital, and your job would just to stabilize stabilize the patient until they reach the hospital, which is pretty cool. Yeah, that's something that I found out from TikTok. Uh, the flight nursing. Oh, really? Yes, I was looking into because I was like, that looks like fun. It's- it's probably a lot more hardcore though. Yes, because uh, I, it, they were to, saying you, you have to do like working, a paramedic, I think. You could do that. Since you, I feel like because you want to work ED, that gives you like a, a, a taste of the ED in a way. Yeah. Because ED is like the patients are coming from the street right into your, your floor. And like with the flight nurse, um, you'll be... The, the person would be unstable. You can go stable. <laughs> so, so for like, you know, because I work as an EMT, we also have nurses that we work with on on the job as well. Sometimes we have to assist the nurses in like critical care transport, but that's also an option to where it's not flight, but it's like on the ground. Oh, nursing. okay, yeah. yeah, because I know that if you wanted to be like a like a flight nurse, mm. you need to have like a paramedic. You have to be like either a paramedic or EMT. I think it would, be, it would probably be paramedic. Uh-huh. Medic, and yeah. then like that will like help you stand out in order for you to get to that job. So what's the difference between a paramedic and an EMT? Um, honestly, growing up, I think I want to go of practice. They are more so advanced life, um, ALS, and we're BLS. EMTs are BLS. So is that the only difference? The scope of practice. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. So like kind of they they can no more. they can do more. Okay. They, okay. Yeah. They can, can just, just do, do a lot more. So the training is probably more extensive. Yeah. They have. I think I, I think I had like three hundred hours of training, and I think they have like a thousand hours of training. Whoa! Mm-hmm. It's a Medics. big difference. Yeah. They, the the scope of practice is actually quite large in terms of what we can and can't. Do. Okay. In terms of like even like administration of medication. Go ahead. I have a question. Uh, so, do you have paramedics in the ambulance with you when you're like driving it? Um, y- yeah, you do. So, like, I haven't worked with a medic yet, but like, um, the last call that I worked, um, we we merged with um the other ambulance, and um, we assisted the other ambulance, and it was an EMT and a medic, and I was EMT with another EMT. See, that's good, because that's why I wanted to know, because I honestly used to think it was the same thing. Same. I thought it was just like a short of way of saying it. I, I mm. honestly thought EMTs and paramedics was the same exact Absolutely thing. not. No, yeah, that's like, why I was like, can you explain it more? Because... I was like, mm, in my head, I'm like, they both the same. I no. thought Drew was a paramedic. I'm like, oh, she could save lives. <laughs> yeah. No, like in terms of like, there's a lot more medication that they can administer than I can. Mm. Um, they're advanced ALS. I'm BLS. So it's way different. Cool. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Because I didn't even, I thought even like the certification ALS and BLS, I thought it still didn't, wasn't like a complete difference. It was just a little bit included more things because even we can do BLS or ALS. ALS. Uh-huh. So I thought for that sense, I, I thought it was like more intuitive because I'm like, it was, I thought it was the same thing, but I forgot which one it includes, like, like mm-hmm. everything. Even, just a fun fact, this is totally out of this, but um, I found out that for like, if you want to work in pediatrics, there is PALS. Oh, yeah. And PALS. I didn't. I yeah. didn't know that. I knew that because my classmates, like you, they want to work with kids. And it was like, yeah, I'm doing the P, the PALS. And, and it's another one, a certification. You could do them all three together. The PALS, BLS, ALS. And I don't Yeah, know. because of my CI. My CI is so, so awesome. Have to do it. <laughs> I like my CI. And then I was like asking her for like advice. And, you know, and she's like, okay, so this is what she gave me a list of stuff that I got like 
that I should be doing. Mm-hmm. And I then she said pause. I'm like, what the heck is pause? Yeah. So I Googled it and I was like, what? I, so it's learning expensive. new things. Yeah. 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 It's my friend. She went, she's from SoCal. So she went back home um, to do it. Cause, which is pretty cool. You can do them all three together. It was mm-hmm. like the the pals, the adult um, a list. Yes. So she did that as a package deal, and I think mm-hmm. she paid like three hundred and something dollars instead of you wasting money on like each which certification. One? Yeah, because well it's expensive it and it takes you a lot of time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. FYI, it's kind of hard to answer your question about EMT and medic because it also like the scope of practice also depends on the county that you're in. Yeah, that's with everything. So like, even with mm, healthcare, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe we could just look look more into it. I honestly, I used to think it was the same no, thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, you could also be an, an advanced EMT, <laughs> and that's somewhere, and that's in the middle of them. There's levels to oh, it, guys. Gosh. Oh, another cool thing that I came across is working as an uh, an NP nurse practitioner. You can do cannabis NP. What? what that entails is um, like educating patients about the use of medical, medicinal uh, marijuana, like the side effects, how to take it. So like stuff like that, more like education and like prescribing. That's great because I feel like it's needed. Yeah. Like education on cannabis and all that. Because people, they just think they know, but they don't know. That makes sense. It's like, there's more to it. Than yes. What's, because what's... it's like, you know, it's, it's, it has a lot of, it's a lot. That's what I think. So I feel like that's that's cool. Yeah, I've never heard of that. Yeah, so I'm like, you could do that as well. That's there's new. there's there's a there's so much. Um, I'm looking at my like my little list that I did. I want to say I covered everything because we we mentioned you can literally work in a medical an MD office mm-hmm. of like a medical doctor that has their like own practice. Usually they hire like uh, medical assistants, but yeah. there's some offices that do need like nurses or even nurse practitioners uh to to work in their office so yeah you can do that the other one that i found was hospice nurse Mm. oh that's a good one Mm -hmm. which is just you know to help patients i just be more comfortable on like their last days yeah so i saw one that you could do like acupuncture jobs but i didn't really look into it It just said acu like physicians and then under that was like acupuncture jobs but i didn't hit it so i don't know no. what that entails so don't ask me but that's an option so listeners as you can see there's so much within healthcare working as a doctor working as a nurse and whatever level of nursing you're in like there's so many other opportunities that's outside of bedside and i feel like school should let students know so you can kind of have that decision yourself and just know like bedside nursing is not the only career that you, you have to do. Mm-hmm. And don't feel bad. If you don't want to do bedside nursing, it's That's your life. Okay. It's your mental state. Do not feel bad. I, I remember I was on oh. Instagram. What? Sorry, I'm dumb. You could also do, I forgot what it's called, but isn't it like the, you could do like a medical examiner or like as a physician like where you examine the, the body. Yeah, I forgot what that. Shoot, medical examiner. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, could, you could do that. You could do that as well. Yeah, as there's a lot. There's a lot. Um, I feel like just everything that was mentioned, if it's caught your eye, just do some more research and like figure out the steps that you need to take to get there. Because you may, like Kathy, there's a few um, position on career she mentioned that said, you know, you need like an extra certification mm-hmm. for it. Um 
But don't feel bad. I remember watching a, I think it was like an Instagram. It was a doctor. It was a doctor. She was saying that her colleagues were basically giving her a hard time because she would work part-time as a doctor. People were like, you're not a real doctor because you're only working part-time. She was like, my mental state is worth way more than this job. In my you, opinion. You, you, are, you are replaceable, so don't let a job, don't, don't feel that you have to overextend yourself for a job that will replace you in a second. Your life is not replaceable. Your family is not replaceable because working as a doctor, working any career, you usually have like a family, you have yourself to like think about and all of that is not replaceable. So put yourself first. In my opinion, I feel like the other people who were making her feel a type of way in some way were jealous that she was doing that. She made that. Because they yeah. couldn't mm-hmm. have that peace that she had. And I completely agree with her. Like, I I want to be a doctor, but I don't want it to identify me as a person. And I don't want it to take over who I am as a person. I still want to be happy, cheerful. I don't want to let anything that happens as through my career change who I am and make me hate my job. I don't want to ever hate my job. No. I want to like I I want to be a doctor and I want to love it. And if that means like working part-time or having a different schedule than what is expected, that should be okay. You know? I agree. I definitely agree. That's why it's it's so important to just look at your own life and not it, it, don't compare it could yourself. be hard, but yeah. don't compare yourself even with families. Don't let your family, don't let your colleagues like put their beliefs onto you because at the end of the day that's a job that you have to work yeah yeah and i'm glad linda mentioned about the thing about being replaceable mm-hmm. because sometimes we give so much to these jobs they don't care about you and they don't they really don't care about you they say they do they don't but they don't honestly they don't you're putting money honestly you're putting money into their pockets yes you're making good money yourself but you're putting more money into their pockets in yeah. a way and so just think about care. yourself and your mental health and your family and just be happy with the job that you're doing or that you should you choose to do. Yeah. I agree. Well, now you heard it. There are different options, like kind of like the way our path to school wasn't so um, like linear, like mm-hmm. working in healthcare doesn't have to look a certain way. It can look different. It can it, it can be what we want it to be. And that's one thing I love about Social media has a, a, a lot to do with yes, it. Yes, because and that's this where generation, I learned about it. Mm-hmm. It's like they're opening more doors and letting people know, like, this is not this is not the only thing you can do. There's so much more out in the, in the world. So, like like you said, I was on TikTok. And you're like, oh, my God, you're always on TikTok. On TikTok. You learn but, a lot. But I was on TikTok, and I was scrolling, and this nurse was talking about how she worked in bedside nursing. And I forgot for how long she said she did it, but she said that, she became depressed and she started to hate her job. And I can see that. And I don't remember the exact situation that caused it, but she ended up doing IT. And now she works as a nurse in IT, doing some like health mm-hmm. informatics or something like that. Yeah. I didn't know about that until I saw that TikTok, TikTok. video. Yeah. You Social media I mean? has its pros and it, its cons. Yeah. Um, I, I was, and I feel like there's a lot of, Maybe that's the reason why there's a shortage of nursing. But there's a lot of nowadays, like a lot of people putting their own mental state first. And when they reach see themselves reaching that burnout, there's a lot of um, like nurses or healthcare providers that's making that tra- transitions to something that more co- accommodates their lifestyle and their like their their lives. I think there's a shortage of nursing because I feel like the way healthcare system has been set up, 
for years, there's that mentality where like, well, what are they going to do? They have, they have to be a nurse. Like it's like this everywhere, but it doesn't have to be. I think healthcare doesn't have to be, it doesn't have to affect your mental health the way it does. Yeah. It doesn't have to um, have burnout. Like there should be, I think there needs to be more there balance. Should be balance. Mm-hmm. It should be. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why it was a shortage because after COVID nurses were able to see like, oh shit, like in this bad situation, they're not going to have her back. Like the nurses that were stuck in New York. Yes, and bring up like, the whole COVID thing. I don't know where y'all remember when the COVID first hit and the whole pandemic happened, we had to be quarantined, blah, 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 blah. They were praising nurses because there is nurses still going in, not knowing what was going on mm-hmm. with the whole mm-hmm. COVID thing, still going in, risking their lives mm-hmm. to save patients. Mm-hmm. Once that vaccine came out, they're like, oh, if you don't get vaccinated with the with the COVID shot, you're going to be fired. fired. Someone's like, what happened to um, nurses being heroes and everything? And all of a sudden, it was so easy for you to just fire them because they don't want to get vaccinated. Mm hmm. Like yeah. I don't, I don't get it. So that's why shortages are happening. They're like, okay, you're not, you're not appreciating me. Bye. Yeah, and that's another thing. Shortages are happening too. To add on to what you're saying, is Kathy, is because more people are aware of like what they deserve mm-hmm. and everything, what mm-hmm. they're deserving of. Because back then, it's just like you're just putting up with it. Nowadays, people are like, no, that, I deserve more. That's I'm gonna, exactly. Mm-hmm. I, saw, <laughs> I saw video. <laughs> just saw a I saw video. <laughs> Where it, it probably was a TikTok. Shut up. <laughs> but but. Um, it was about like the older generation complaining about this generation is lazy and they just quit their jobs and blah 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 and they can't handle their jobs and it was like oh, no I I did hear it's that not too. that we're lazy it's not that we um, just quit our jobs to quit our jobs it's because we know what we deserve and if the job is not going to respect us or treat us as individuals we don't need to work there yeah and I was like oh yeah that's that's, that's true. it that's yeah. true yeah. that's yes. why keep we're- it keep it like that yeah yes. it's so true so. I'm 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 happy for the future. I feel like I'm just excited. Yeah, I'm excited and um I'm excited that we are learning about these resources, sharing them and hopefully the listeners are can at least have an open pers- like open I mind. mind mind thank you an open mm-hmm. mind to like their possibilities. Yeah, cuz you know, there I know I'm not the only one. Mm-hmm. Not everyone wants to work and work in the hospital. Right. That's a okay. Mhm. So I want to close it out. Are we closing it. it out? Thank you so much for listening to A Potent Dose of Three. We appreciate you guys tuning in weekly. We appreciate the support. Mm-hmm. And let us know if you want to hear about any other topics. Please send us topic ideas because we're starting to struggle a little bit with coming up with topics. So send us because we don't want to just be talking about what we think you guys yeah, want to Yeah, we don't want to. it to be just about us. We want it to be for everybody else who is you know, juggling their healthcare career or even their student life. Yeah. And like I said before, it doesn't, you don't have to be a nursing. You can be in any type of career. You can be a freaking radiology tech. You can be a social worker. You can be an occupational therapist. You can be a anything. You can even, you don't even have to work in healthcare. You can just be, have been a patient. Not I a agree. Patient. Cause healthcare literally touches everybody. Everybody. Yeah. It's touched your mom. It's touched your Someone grandma. You know. It's touched your grandpa. It's touched somebody. Yeah. So yeah. please Tune in, send us questions, be a guest on the show. You yeah. don't gotta be, you don't have to work in healthcare to be a guest. We just love to hear from people and just get a, a better perspective of what's going on in the world. And we want to open more doors. Yes. Yeah. So you can email email us at a potent dose of three at gmail.com. Follow us on IG at a potent dose of three. And follow me at Linda the FNP.
Peace out. Thanks Bye. for listening. See you next week. <laughs>